Welcome to a special episode of True North Nerds, a mini episode, if you will. It's uh, me and uh, Ryan. That's me. Is this even going to be like an episode, or is it just going to end up being tagged on to an episode? I'm going to release it separately. That okay. way, people don't want it spoiled for them by accident. It, Makes sense. It won't. That means I got to make an extra special episode card. <laughs> so... Uh, we got some requests from some of you listeners to uh, talk about the end of Star Wars Rebels. Not only was it the end of the fourth season, it was the end of the show. Such a good show, though. And holy shit, what an ending. What an end! Like, of all the endings of cartoons or shows, usually it's like, uh, it kind of just ends. This one was satisfying. Yeah, and it, and it, it was a show that did not outlive its welcome. No, no, it didn't go on too long. It fit nicely into like it, it found its little its its little corner of the Star Wars universe and lived there and expanded on it and fit itself into everything else. And to to be honest, uh Rebels is probably my favorite thing to come out of the new era of Star Wars stuff. You know, like since Disney took over, basically, I guess. So you like um, Rebels more than Rogue One? Oh, or Rebels more than you know Force what? Awakens? I think. Oh, definitely more than the two movies. Oh, really? Yeah. No, okay. it's um. To be fair, though, Rebels has more time. Had more time to well, tell no. a story, and right? There so were some filler episodes. Yes, but some of those early filler episodes paid off in the end. Yeah, but then we also got like. What? Uh, which season is, is it that they bring in Vader? Is that two or three? Two, because it was the end of season two that Vader yeah, and Ahsoka and fought. Three, they brought in Thrawn. Yeah, and that whole season with Vader and Ahsoka was just that. That whole season pretty much was top to bottom was really solid. Yeah, we're bringing in Rex and the clones and connecting it to it's hard, Clone looking, Wars. Looking but, back to it, it's hard to believe that all happened in season two. Yeah. Like mentally, I thought that was like season three, and this was feels like a season five. But no, it's, it was like one, uh, two. It was like a lot of stuff happened with uh, with season three too, with the, the introduction of of Thr- Thrawn like, well, yeah, bringing back Thrawn back in the, uh, the Star Wars universe yeah, from from not being not existing anymore to now canon again. Yep, and more and like not only that, pretty much how you figured the character was. Yeah, like for like it, it was like they peeled them right out of the book and just well, exactly they didn't change them. Voice to they him. they used all the good things that from the character before you know using artwork to just you know the way he could use a, a society's art yeah. to figure it out and to plan and to predict what people are going to do and yeah no they did they did the character justice. So where do we where do we start with the end of the season? It's there. So much, once again, so much kind of happened, especially in those last like four episodes. Well, I think you have to start with Kanan's sacrifice. 
I think if we're going to talk about the end of the season, mm. that's where, because that was like the fourth last episode or fifth last episode. Fifth, I think. And from there, it just kind of set everything everything in motion to end the, the show. Yeah, because it, um, you and I have known from the beginning, well, everybody's known who's been following it. At some point, Kanan and well, Ezra the, have to be taken, taken off, off the, the table. Yeah, just like we didn't know. Every all fans were like, "Well, okay, you got two Jedi's. Well, where were they during A New Hope? Where were they during Empire? Where were they yeah. during Return of the Jedi? And what happened to them? If there's these Jedi's that are part of the early rebellion, for for the most part, Filoni and the other people were like, "Well, it's a big universe out there. Yeah. Could, like the rebellion isn't just a couple guys. They they could be working on." The fringes and well, no, they weren't. They're yeah. they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, especially in, after in you know they sprinkled the Re- Re- uh, no, the rebels Easter eggs into Rogue One. Yeah. So Kanan sacrifices himself to save his comrades, which made sense. It oh, was, yeah. It was yeah. a perfect ending to that character. Really. Yeah. Although great hero's arc for him, right? Yeah. From the beginning to being the reluctant, you know, I'm not a Jedi anymore. I'm hiding from, you know, survivor of Order 66 to then say, okay, yeah, I'm a Jedi. This kid's, I got to, I never got taught anything, but I'm going to have to teach this kid how to, how to, you know, what I know. And, and it was, Bittersweet because it was like that was it that episode or the episode right before it where basically he and Harrow hook up, right? Yeah. Like they, they finally like, okay, now well, this high school. We see them kiss. Yeah. And then they go off to do stuff. Well clearly <laughs> to do stuff. Well no, but I think didn't don't we see them kiss and then they have to like go off onto a mission? Yeah. Or they get interrupted. So my real question becomes, which we see at the end in the the flash forward, Harrow's got a kid. It's Kanan's kid. Well, we assume it is. Well, from the la- well, from, from the, the dialogue, from the dialogue, yeah. We, it, it, who else would it be? Yeah. So then the question: When did they have time? Because uh, there's a lot of downtime in between during the episodes. episode. It must have been during a commercial break. Yeah, <laughs> they have ships with bunks. Well, I'm sure they've been sharing. If they haven't been sharing a bunk. <laughs> this whole time, like, come on! I know that it's been the heat. Will they? Won't they? I had just always assumed they. You know, it's one of those things. They're together. You just don't see them. Yeah, no, kissing no. and doing all that kind of stuff on camera. Yeah, because it's a kids' cartoon. So, and then we get to something that I was amazed there wasn't more internet bullshit about was the introduction of time travel into well, the Star Wars. There universe. was that week. There was a bunch of internet bullshit about it, and then everybody it just died. Really, it just really died quickly. Real, yeah. I guess because maybe they set out rules. Yeah. Like it. Um. So we see Ezra makes his way into the temple that the Emperor has a hard on for, which they bring back another Clone Wars idea of the father, the daughter, and the son. Yeah. Because that's the painting, right? So that was another. That was a cool another you know Little, throwback. Yeah. Feeding off of existing. St- you know, stuff that they have put themselves in the universe. But weirdly, like, how Ezra uses the time travel makes sense. Because the first thing he, go, he goes to and you, our minds go to is, okay, he's going to save Kanan. And he doesn't. He ends up... Well, which he tries to, but first he takes... He grabs... He saves Ahsoka. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. He comes across Ahsoka about to be struck down by Vader. Yeah. And yoink, you know, pulls her into this... World beyond worlds. Well, Ahsoka knocks Vader through the floor, like takes her lightsabers, 
puts him through the floor, or is that after? No, because she pops back, right? Yeah. No, I think. Okay. It, in it in this confusing. scene, he's about to come, you know, come bearing down on her. Maybe she does that thing in the floor. The ceiling's coming, and he goes yoink because Vader's like, huh? Oh, yeah. And then leaves, but probably because of the the rubble falling, he assumes she's crushed. But Ahsoka mentioned tells Ezra that like, look, if you pull Kanan back, you all die. Like that, yeah, exactly. Which is the whole, you know, it's like everything he sacrificed will be in vain because if you pull him out right now, you'll be, you know, it'll create a a paradox. Yeah, Uh, time travel. We see the Emperor for the first time in Rebels. Yes, and only time really. But we see him as. Using the, the 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 witch force users, they're using like the that's what he's you know trying to conjure yeah. his way into this time portal world, like which is something as much as they'd shown that witches of was it Dorthamir? Yeah, um, in Clone Wars and stuff, but you never really saw too much of the force users mixing with the magical force, like the, that mm. those force, to, and then to think, well, well the Emperor. Is using that which only makes sense. Why wouldn't he? If he's this all powerful, all knowing Sith, why wouldn't he use every dark force ability at his you know at his um, availability at yeah. his discretion? And we his... see him as Senator Palpatine essentially, and like disguised, obviously through. Well, that's in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. And then we see him as the the Emperor we all know and dislike. Well, when he's trying to pull himself. Using Ezra as his link into that mm. world beyond worlds, and Ahsoka has to like save him by like force, you know, like chopping the the, the leash or whatever he's using with her lightsaber to break the connection. And like, that whole sequence in that world beyond worlds was really cool. And it's a sequence that whole time travel world be like. It could have been so garbage. Oh, yeah. It really had the potential. Like, I must admit, when I heard the stuff like coming out, I was like, oh, okay, this seems like a weird turn. But it made sense in the end. Yeah. It, like, it, and Filoni and his crew did a really good job of putting it all together. Yeah. And I think if you, when you watch it, you notice there's, like, constellations mm. in the sky of different, like, animals. Um, like the wolves. Or the, were the wolves that uh, led him to the entrance? Yes, because um, Dave Filoni likes wolves. Well, yeah, which makes me wonder. Okay, well, are these other constellations? Will you know if they wanted to? Would you be able to find these other portals to this realm oh, on maybe. other worlds connected to those? I I would not be amazed if this is not an idea that. Oh, I don't think we'll ever see it again, or it'll get touched on again. But you know, actually, I'm the opposite. I wouldn't be surprised if this has opened up something that we might not see for a while, but it will come back at some point. Hmm. Like how we got to see uh, Kanan use the Force to fly through space before we got to see Leia you do it. Yeah. Uh, like to be completely honest, I wouldn't be surprised if in I'm not saying it's a definite. I wouldn't be surprised if something about this ends up being part of the next film in the uh, the next trilogy film in episode nine yeah, or the episode nine. Sorry, okay. You know, what? I would like, not not necessarily that they use it, but that it is brought up somehow. I think if they found a way to put Ray 
into that world and have her. That could be how we find out who Ray's parents truly are. Yep. And just to have her have to come to that same, you know, have the same Ezra moment where it's like, okay, you have the opportunity to, ch- to change things right here, right now. But she doesn't or she can't or. Mm. And then we oh, come. Maybe that's how. <laughs> okay, here you go. Okay. Tinfoil hat time. Maybe when we all feel felt like, you know, when Luke became one with the Force at the end of Last Jedi, maybe he didn't become one with the Force. Maybe he got yanked out of time. Mm, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, I think I think Luke's dead. Um, and then we get the last episode where, um, for lack of a better thing, they wrap everything up in a oh, nice yeah. little bow. They bring back everything you remembered and everything you forgot about. Yep. We, we get the, the, the other clone troopers yep. show up, the the ones that... From Wolf Squad or yep. Wolf or whatever his name that is. That we saw Rex with right when they reintroduced Rex. Yep. Haven't been around since those episodes. Yep. Um, they bring back the space whales. The space whales. Everybody's favorite filler episode. Which turned out to not, not be, to be a filler episode. Like, just, there was a point to it, it at it, the end of the day. Exactly. And really, when you think back to it, it goes back to the whole Ezra having a, a special connection with with life. With, yeah, with nature. With animal and nature and all that. And, and really, this season, that really has come through. Mm. And... Essentially, uh, they they free Lethal, and part of that is uh, Ezra taking out Thrawn with the the space whales, but well, not dead. Just like, well, even just the leading up to that point, Ezra has grown to the point where he's you know his, he's watched his master sacrifice himself. Yeah, he's gone to a place where he could save his master, but realizes he can't because that would change. You know, then he would you know just it would. For the greater good, he can't change that. And then now he's matured enough to come up with this multifaceted military plan that has multiple outcomes that he's, I guess, sensed through the Force and is willing to sacrifice himself and give himself up to Thrawn and the Emperor to save his friends. But he doesn't quite give himself up. Well, he, he, he puts himself into a position and, yeah. to for to continue his plan that was one of the op, you know the possibilities, but but still he does sacrifice himself in the end. Yeah, he gives he has the chance to have his family. He's tempted by the emperor. Yep, and uh, and is mature enough. I like that point when they see him. It almost makes you think that you know before they died, they got to see. His their son grown mm. up, and maybe that helped to 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 drive their ambition of yeah. of rebelling. And basically, he kidnaps Strong with the space whale and goes into hyperspace to the outer rims or beyond, and not to be seen till whatever the next show is called. Yeah, <laughs> um, and even then, maybe not even then. We get a nice, sweet little epilogue, which was I think. Oh, that the epilogue was, the, was that was that was. It's kind yeah. of the best part because anything you thought wasn't wrapped up, like they made sure to let you know what had gone on. Yeah. Although there's a little interesting sort of teases that may or may not be in it. Yeah. We see uh, Hera has a kid. Yeah. And it's presumed that it's Kanan's. Um, Hera and Rex were at the Battle of Endor. Yep. 
um, which confirms that, that little n- the Easter fan egg theory nugget. Easter egg of the unnamed old looking soldier. Yeah, I couldn't that- find. It. I watched Jedi yesterday, and I looked for it, and you can't really spot him. But you can find there's an old white uh, bearded guy in stormtrooper armor. You know when the 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 Empire has come in and all the rebels have their hands up and stuff. There's an older guy in stormtrooper armor or biker trooper armor without the helmet that's got his hands up. So you almost wonder if, like, well, is that one of the other clones? Huh. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I have to rewatch because I'm surprised to hear there's a trooper without a helmet on. Well, that's it, it makes you think that they it was some one of the rebels stole the gear. Yeah. Right? Because but if it it's was when the Empire. It's was the, it when the Empire's holding up yeah, the rebels when, and there's yeah, a rebel in? Oh, okay. The, you found out that it was a plot all along and Han and everybody's brought out and all the rebels have been rounded up. It's before the Ewoks come in and start kicking ass. Oh, okay. Um, we. Um, Zeb and Callus completely and utterly have buried the hatchet. We'll see in the that... future and are possibly a couple. I don't know about that. The voice actors have said they're down for it. Well, I'm yeah, sure they like, would be. Why not? I have no problem yeah, with no, it. But, the, but I mean, it's not over. Like it's not stated as I, such, but it could be. It just, leaves it's, that door open. And that, until that point, it's a whole part. Like, that's a whole story thread. That I had completely forgotten about. That I, mm. I forgot that he was involved with the destruction of Zeb's homeworld and his people. Yeah, and that when he kind of you know came to the light side when he had his you know when he changed sides. Now this kind of pays off to be like, yeah, my people have survived. You didn't destroy us. You don't have to carry that weight. And now they're living on like that homeworld, or at least they visited. And uh, oh. Name's escaping me. Sabine. Sabine. Yes, That's has I wrote, them, uh, I wrote them down. Has watched over Lothal in place of uh, well, because one of Ezra's last words to her was that he, you know, he knew that he could trust, you know, trust her to watch, which or, makes sense because she had given up Mandalore. Mandalore had a proper ruler in place, right? So yeah. there's like, while well, she could have been a help there, obviously, it's she wasn't needed per no. se. So that makes sense, and then then we get the 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 final stamp of like, oh, okay, is this where we're going for the next show of Ahsoka showing up? Yep, in white robes, kind of like nun like or monk like kind of with a staff, and yep. her headpiece has grown quite large at this point. Mm-hmm. Makes and me wonder there, and basically the statement of they're going off to find Ezra. Yep. And then the show ends. So it gives you, the, which, you know, great ties things up, gives us new questions. Yes. So. We know a new Star Wars series is in the offing. Yep. We, an animated series. And then multiple live action series. Or at series. least one live action series and then multiple movie, you know, yeah. trilogies. So but, the question is, is where does this fit in or does it? Well, does this? Yeah, will these stories be picked up in in this next cartoon? Will this next cartoon have nothing to do with this stuff? And it'll be a future story in a book or comics or cartoon that gets picked up. Who knows? I definitely think the story is going to be picked up somewhere. Yeah, it's where it gets picked up is where and when. Um, We know certain things because Filoni likes to tease, and and one of the things he has said 
is that Thrawn and Ezra are alive. They survived the they jump. They survived the which jump. Which I don't know how they can survive the jump through hyperspace without windows. Yeah. Space whale, force, who knows? Yep. He, he, force but, bubble full of air. He is not, he doesn't know what they're up to. Like no. He is sort yeah. of left. That's why he's like, I've just put these. Yeah, put the pieces out there. Let someone else play with them. He's got ideas. Or so but, he says. Yeah. Well, he's great at that. Yeah. He, oh, he's a teaser. He's very good at, like, who knows? Well, that look at the different t-shirts. The Maybe. first episode of that show, for yeah. all we know. The next the next uh, Comic-Con panel he'll be at, instead of wearing an Ahsoka Lives t-shirt, it'll be an Ezra Lives? Mm. So what do you, do you think that's the the plot of all the next animated series, or do you think it gets let be for a while? Uh, I don't know. It's going to go. I think that there's so many different time frames now to f- to fill in with shows and mm. stuff. Like you got the 30 year as well. Is it 30 year gap between something like that? Yeah, you know, between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. So we have that whole time where we can tell cartoon stories and all this to fill in, um, which I would wouldn't mind seeing because I wouldn't mind seeing the ongoing adventures of you know. Luke, Leia, and Han as they mm. rebuild the universe. Or if it turns out now it's going to be that time frame, but now it's Sabine and Ahsoka's adventures in the Outer Rim. You know, we don't know much about the Outer Rim. Nobody really goes out to the Outer Rim. Yeah. They talk about the Outer Rim in The Last Jedi. Yeah. So will we see results of Ahsoka... Sabine and Ezra's lives in the Outer Rim in the next Star Wars movie. It could be. I, I doubt it. Yeah. The, but you never know. One of those characters could show up as an older as an older character. There are those rumors out there that the that Thrawn being in the Outer Rim at the same time period as the, the First Order, the, that it seems like an obvious connection. Yeah. But that's not necessarily so. Oh, who knows? I wouldn't I, be surprised that if the next animated series, at least for the first season, has virtually nothing to do with this storyline. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Much like Rebels. Like, they'll they'll get it on its feet. And then, and then like, it's like, okay, now we're connecting you to everything else. Yeah. Yep. No, that, that's probably what will happen. I don't see it being saved for a book or a comic, though. No, I can see it being, it'll be done on TV. It'll be on screens somehow. Part of me even wonders if this would be an animated movie that they'll do. Oh, so like maybe for some the Disney streaming service or something like yep, it's little like ninety minute features film, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, an exclusive film just for the just for that service. So another way to pull you in and pay your ten bucks or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, no, I, that that would make sense. Yeah, and because it's it's also the story of them finding Ezra. I think you could do that in pretty much two hours it's what comes after that is you know that's a series or books or comics exactly. or something right but overall <laughs> it's like you know you want to be sad that it's over because it was such a good show but at the same time it's like it, the ending was so good that it's yeah. hard to like you can't even really nitpick it that much nope. there's well, it's see, just and, good. <laughs> and there's other well, there's also other questions that I kind of want answered. Like, I wouldn't mind a book of like because we have, we got the young young readers Ahsoka book. Mm. I wouldn't mind one that's like 
a, you know, what were, were Rex and Hera up to during the original trilogy? Yeah. If you're not going to do that in the in the next cartoon series, that, yeah. that's a perfect. You know, because we've already known they survived past in. Jedi. Well, tell us what happens during, you know, maybe part of the story is surrounds her pregnancy. Whatever they want to do, right? Like, cause that would have happened, you know, not too, no, during A New Hope. What, the pregnancy? Yeah. No, it would have been, in theory, it would have been before that, right? Well, because of what's the distance between Rebels and Rogue One? Well, that's what I'm getting at. Rogue One, is she pregnant when she fights in Rogue One? <laughs> well, clearly she is. Well, I guess it all comes down to oh, at what man. point does the end of Rebels and then A New Hope? Because in that time frame, mm. she's pregnant. She's pregnant at the oh, end of Rebels. What's the gestation period of a of a, a tweed like human? Is it like a, hybrid? Yeah. Is it like nine? Is it six? Is it three? <laughs> it's twenty seven years. Twenty seven years popped out right after Jedi. <laughs> but uh, you know, so you got that. But even more interesting, what was Ahsoka doing? So if Ahsoka, we know that <laughs> hitchhiking her ass all the way back. Well, oh. that's the thing, right? So. She survived her contact with Vader at the end of season two. Mm. Were there any ships left on that planet? I know they had a hard time getting off themselves. What, you know, so did she crawl out of this crumbled temple, jump into a ship and leave? Was she stuck there for a time period? Yeah. Um, We don't even know how Vader got off that planet. Yeah, exactly. Well, Darth Maul stole his ship. Yeah. He probably had a communicator. Yeah, he could have been like, hey, stormtrooper, you can asshole, make get over here. Assumptions. Yeah. Oh, man, that's another call I wouldn't want to make to the Emperor. <laughs> what do you mean? That robot <laughs> chicken robot sandwich chicken. about the Death Star <laughs> makes much more sense, doesn't what's it? A, what's an aluminum falcon? It's the second time he's coughing about fucking up. How long have we been in that TIE fighter? <laughs> it was smelling. Burnt bacon and ass. Yeah. So, like, um, well, I assume it wouldn't be the entire time period, but it probably took a while for her to get off. Well, that's the thing. And like, we know that there was a good time period, a time, you know, there was a good timeline in that gap because Ezra got older. Yeah. You could see the, you know, the, the, they, they, they changed the way he looked. So I don't know if it was like a good couple of years in the last two seasons. Hard to like, say. I'm sure it's out there. We just I yeah, didn't we should research that enough one of these days and see what try the to fit the whole timeline, timeline is at this point. Oh, there's a, a a question to well, I guess you know, uh, what was the show after Rebels or the Rebels Recon? It's oh, yeah. done now. Yeah, it's but you can always the tweet them when and ask th- what the what the official timeline. So because I want to know what Ahsoka was doing in that time, they, and then. When you know Sabine what? Caesar, I'm now kind of disappointed that um, because every time I went over to uh, E.K. Johnson, who's the the woman who wrote uh, the Ahsoka book, she was at Toronto Comic Con. Yes, and every time I went back to her table, she wasn't there, oh. and it was one of those things that like I, she would be the perfect person to ask for a non-committal answer. Oh yes, because well. I, I, I am betting you any money. That if there is a book in the work, she's the one that's working on it. I hope so. I enjoyed her other Ahsoka, the, her Ahsoka book. So. Yeah, well, she, I know she's working on something because she just published like her own book and just came out not too long ago. Yeah. She writes other books other than Star Wars. What? 
There's other books. But, like, I know she's working on something, but she hasn't said what it is. And it wouldn't surprise me if that if it's got something to do with it. Just do the, the Ahsoka book got such a good reception. That, yeah. That the, why wouldn't they have her back? They seem to be going back to like um, the same couple of authors. They're not afraid of experimenting with other ones, but when they find something that's working, that works, they're, they're they go to it. Yeah, it makes it. sense. If it made money, chances are it'll make money again. Yeah. So when do you think we hear about the new series? Comic-Con? Because um, there's... What's between now? Comic-Con's in July? C2E2, which is... There's no big There's no big Star Wars event no, no, that, this that year. Isn't that's every that other year. year yeah. And there's no Disney events. That's assuming that's even coming out this year. We we don't really know anything about this new series. Oh no, it, this new series won't be out this year. If anything, we will see this this new series fall of twenty nineteen. We won't Maybe. see it this fall. I don't, I don't. I don't see it. Like I said, if you know, twenty nineteen is also the year that this streaming service thing animation takes time. still a time slot that they need to fill. It would be kind of weird that they don't really have something to go in there, yeah. right? I hope we get it this fall. It's fall twenty eighteen. I would you know because like like yourself, I know I enjoy myself a good Star Wars cartoon. So it'd be well, nice, especially if, uh, if it's done by that crew again. Yeah, it's, which why I know Filoni's kind of in charge of the whole animation operation at this point, so he's got his hand in multiple yeah. projects. Well, hey, hopefully if it's announced for this fall, then maybe we'll get to see something at Fan Expo again. That would be awesome. Uh, I don't know if any of the voice actors are coming up this year. They haven't announced when. anybody yet, so yeah. other than Michael J. Fox and his crew. Yeah, that's true. Uh, MegaCon announced Ben Affleck today. Yeah. One of those. A, well, that's... Well, okay, this will probably be repeated. That's because uh, Michael J. Fox pulled out oh, did of he? MegaCon and Dallas. Oh, really? Due to unspecified oh, that's too bad. reasons. Oh. And, and they managed to get Affleck for Dallas at any rate. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. That, I just, it was on Kevin's feed. Oh, okay. So it's. Anyway, back on to Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what, you know, when we see, when Ahsoka, Sabine sees Ahsoka at the end of the episode. Is that the, is that first, the first time, time she's seen or her? Or is this since like a, she thought since everybody thought she was dead? Yeah. Or has she been hanging out on Lethal with her and it's kind of been like, okay, now's the time we need to go. Or is it one of those just like she's finally made her way to Lethal to find question. Sabine? Because even like the last things he told her when she went back through the portal at the end of the the time and space place was come and find you know for him for her to find him Mm. so between him telling her to find him and then trusting sabine to watch out or to watch for him or whatever he said it's kind of a whole pretty much he's just whether he knew it or not was foreshadowing yeah the him going and surviving and then the two of them going off to look for him yeah which is good which really is one of those things it's like you until you think about it like now you don't notice it when you're watching the show. Like when you're watching that show, you're not thinking, "Oh, you know, well, he's going to disappear in the end, and she's going to have to, you know, that's three episodes later." It's yeah, like, well, it's, it's good storytelling. Was that third season or season two? The whale episode that was like season one, wasn't it? No, it was after season one. Are you sure? Yeah, because it was him getting more of a handle on his force powers. 
And they really didn't start playing with that more until season two, season three. At the, at the, I want to say it's season, season two. two at the most. Because it seemed like such a filler episode. Like, yeah. it wasn't bad, but it was like, yeah, okay, Space Whales, whatever. Yeah. And oh, it's about, wasn't it about getting to Banagas? And... They were getting the... Oh, it was... Um, okay, it was whatever season was before Rogue One. Because that's where they steal the, the Hammerhead ships, isn't it? It's that episode. Is it that Is episode? It? Maybe? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was. There's people out there who are screaming at us. Oh, like, of course. Meh. Like, you people know nothing. We never said we did. I just rewatched the last four episodes. <laughs> Brent hasn't even seen all of this last season. No, he's not a real fan. There's a reason why Jen isn't on the show. Is she hasn't? She doesn't know what happened. And she doesn't want to know until I get it on Blu-ray. But uh, yeah, so that's our wrap up of Rebels and yep. what may be to come. Um, In thanks. the all, I would recommend the show. I want it to show up on Netflix so I can rewatch it all. Because I don't have them on DVD or Blu-ray. You can always borrow them off of me. Yeah, no, but Netflix is just so much easier to yeah, watch. Well, I can put it on my iPad while I sit at the computer. I like some of the extra stuff that they've thrown in with the, the Blu-rays. Not so much. Season 1 doesn't have much, but Seasons 2 and 3 have, like, breakdowns of episodes and stuff like Or scenes like there's a whole breakdown of the the fight between obi-wan kenobi and darth maul oh nice yeah like why they do you have season three already yep it was uh, it was on sale at walmart or something and then i I snatched it but uh good call yeah so there it is for the the couple of you who uh wanted to know what we thought of it that's what we thought of it now you know i bet you you're wishing you didn't ask us did do you (laughs) Yep, 30 minutes of us babbling about how much we love Star Wars Rebels, essentially. (laughs) Essentially. But uh, uh, thank you for uh, listening. If you're uh, new to the show, uh, please go to uh, SoundCloud and iTunes and uh, subscribe and rate and review us. The the more information we have, the more we can do with and hopefully get better conventions and yeah the more well the more people rate and review us on the different platforms makes it easier for other people to just kind of stumble across us too and find us and you know share us with your friends word of mouth is a oh that was brent brent made noise oh no that was my computer my virus updated my virus check updated (laughs) he's healthy um but yes so word of mouth you know spread the word let your friends know you know the more listeners we have then the more support we feel and uh yeah it's yep. all about fun. Yep. And we do this for the love. The love of the podcast. Yeah. That's it. Uh, let the May the force be with you and all that good stuff. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds. On Facebook... Under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.